Sherlock, give us your background. Well, I'm Steve Talismanic. Um, I grew up in Connecticut, and I went to school in Rhode Island. Um, I was actually in the hospitality service industry uh, for many years before I went to work for the YMCA of Greater Boston, um, serving others. Um, what a lot of people don't know, the Y in Greater Boston actually has a shelter up above the YMCA. And at that shelter is where I started working um, with uh, children and families that are experiencing homelessness. And that work was just so amazingly rewarding. Um, at the Y, we partnered with organizations like School on Wheels to provide extra services uh, for these kids. And um, after working for the Y, Boston, I went to work for the YMCA in Cape Cod. Um, so I was at the Cape Cod Y for three and a half years, and one of the coolest programs there was our Achievers program. Mm -hmm. um, this was a program for students that were at risk, um, and uh, about 100 of students were in this program, and we worked with them um, in the high school program and um, helped get them on a track to life after high school. Oftentimes that was college, oftentimes it was trade school, whatever it was, um, we put, put mentors with them and put them on a track to life after high school. And um, yeah, it's been very rewarding um, you know, working for the Y, and then I joined School on Wheels um, in the new year. Um, so I've been with School on Wheels uh, for six months now, and I'm just excited to be a part of such an amazing organization that's serving the community. What a unique time to join an organization. Yes, yes, right in the middle of the pandemic. And you know, a lot of um, organizations um, experienced some hardships, certainly during the pandemic. But of course, uh, the students that we serve, um, you know, go we're going through some uh, tough times. Um, we serve around um, 7,000 um, students each year. And it, as you know, um, it was a challenge in education um, for schools to figure out how are we gonna stay connected students and you know, get them um, educated through remote school. Um, but you know, certainly our students living in the shelters um, had some challenges as well. Um, some of the schools gave out laptops, um, but um, others, um, they had to share with the family. Um, so I'm thankful that uh, School on Wheels uh, was able to step in and uh, provide technology uh, for, for these students and um, really uh, try to level the playing field and help them out during a challenging time. Now, for those that aren't familiar with School on Wheels, talk about the organization itself. Sure, yes. Um, so School on Wheels is uh, based out of East Bridgewater, um, but we serve students that are experiencing homelessness. Um, it started 16 years ago by our founder, Cheryl Opper. Um, she started it in her um, kitchen um, where she was uh, tutoring students um, that were experiencing homelessness in the Easton public school system. Um, so she was a teacher by trade and noticed that there were students that were getting behind, and when she dug a little deeper, it, some of these students were living in shelters. And um, she realized immediately that um, tutoring could help. And there was an organization called School on Wheels that started out in California, and um, she met up with the founder of School on Wheels in California and got it started in Massachusetts. Um, and ever since then, uh, the tutoring has been the foundation of some of our programs, uh, tutoring these students, helping them stay on track um, with their schoolwork and education. But what early on, what they also noticed as well is during back to school time, um, oftentimes um, there's so much supplies and school gear that's needed uh, for uh, back to school 
these students that are living in the shelters didn't have access um, to you know, go to Target or Walmart and, and get all these supplies. Um, so what School on Wheels does is put together these backpacks that are customized uh, to the grade level. And uh, every year we give away um, nearly 7,000 backpacks to these students. And these backpacks are really a lifeline um, for these students. And you know, they take it with them to school and they take it um, home in shelter and they're able to personalize it and continue their education uh, even at home as well. Now we're talking K through 12? Yes, um, so backpacks are uh, K through 12 um, and tutoring as well. Um, but we also have a third uh, portion of our organization called the Bridge Mentoring Program. Um, so we transition um, some of the students that are in our tutoring program in elementary and middle school to our bridge program um, in high school. And that's um, similar to the program I work with in Y. Serving these students and partnering them with mentors um, and help them come up with a plan for what's next um, after high school. And that's where um, we get them thinking about you know, college is the right track for me, maybe the trade is for me. And um, we partner them with a mentor and um, get them set up for what's next in life. Um, the Bridge program was just really amazing um, just this week. it's hot in the summertime yeah. here and um, one of her mentor noticed um, that um, she didn't have an air conditioner um, going to the new spot and donate bought brand new air conditioners and, and donated to this student and um, just yesterday we dropped some off to another student it's little things like that that make a big difference in our students lives and it really takes uh, the community uh, to, to help us out there so what's your role in the so I'm the CEO of uh, School on Wheels, and I work um, with the staff, uh, the volunteers in the community to help um, continue to serve these students. Um, so we put together a strategy of how we could be uh, fiscally responsible in uh, serving students, and oftentimes it gets back to the need in the community. Um, unfortunately, there are nearly 25,000 students in Massachusetts alone School on Wheels is serving about 7,000 of them. So as CEO, we always think of how could we serve more and serve better uh, to, to meet that need. Um, so we work with volunteers on our board to put together strategies of how we could reach more students and, and meet that need, um, whether it's through our backpack program, through our tutoring program, or through our mentoring program. Um, so it's working with our board, um, working with our staff uh, to execute our plan, but also community partners. There are a lot of amazing organizations in the community that are serving, um, and School on Wheels just has a niche to educate. Um, so there are a lot of generalist partners out there that serve in many different fashions, and our niche, again, is to educate. So we partner with those partners uh, to, to serve these students. So what size the organization? So uh, from a size perspective, um, we've got about 40 employees, okay. but hundreds of volunteers. Okay, so I was curious, like how, what's, what was the ratio to employee volunteer? Yeah, it wouldn't be possible with the hundreds of volunteers that, that help us out. Um, that's where the magic happens, because all of our tutors are volunteers, and we're just uh, grateful to steward that relationship to um, get these services to the community. There are people in our community who want to volunteer. There are students who need our help, so we're very basically meeting that need to connect the two. 
and it just really ruins the mood. Why is the organization so special to you? I mean, I, I feel like anyone that's involved with a nonprofit or executive director, CEO, is really an investment in, in you. Why is it special? Yeah, growing up in Connecticut, um, you know, my parents instilled the values of giving back to the community and um, you know, finding my way in service in the hospitality industry. I was serving. Um, but also at the Y, we're serving in general from a healthy living need, from a housing need. It, it was very general. And I've just always had a, a spirit to serve. And that's where our school on wheels, um, you know, I see the need in the community. It's just so rewarding uh, to be able to give back and enjoy and love what I do uh, to give back uh, and, and meet that need in our community. What's the biggest need of the organization for those that are listening? Yep, so right now we're always looking for more volunteers. There are students out there that need our help. Um, so volunteers um, in our tutoring programs, um, donated goods. It's almost back to school time. Hard to believe in yeah, July. It is. Yeah. Um, but giving away 7,000 backpacks, it's really a year-long process um, to receive donated goods put in these backpacks. So the actual backpacks, notebooks, people signed with the calculators in there, school supplies. All those supplies we're gathering throughout the year. So now we acutely have a need in, in the summertime for more supplies as we're staging and getting ready to deliver these backpacks to the students. But also resources. Um, school on Wheels does not charge for any of our services. And we fundraise nearly a million dollars every year uh, to be able to continue our programs. So we're thankful for half of that uh, comes through grants and uh, government funding. But the other half, um, we raise in donations. Um, so we're just thankful for folks in the community who want to help out and make donations really, really helpful. I was going to ask you about the funding part from the audience. Like, so if people want to volunteer, like, what do they need to do? Like, what, sure. what, is, what are the things that you're looking for? Sure. Well, very basically, uh, come to our website. We have um, a form um, where folks could just sign up and volunteer. But our education director um, has a training um, that all of our volunteers go for. A lot of folks think they need to be a teacher or to be in the industry, but that's not necessarily the case. Um, our students just need a positive adult mentor in their life. And um, oftentimes the tutoring sessions are about building relationships with these kids and being a, a consistent um, positive influence in their life. Um, so our training helps them um, understand what some of our students are going through and that understanding really is the foundation of that relationship, um, which then you know could lead to helping with homework. Um, you, you don't have to be a mathematician uh, to, to help with the homework, and um, our team really um, works with each other. If um, even the tutor gets uh, challenged with some of these assignments, you'd be surprised how much uh, things have changed. Uh, um, but um, that's what we're there for. Um, we help our tutors. Um, those resources, um, but also our um, community room, um, folks could stage a backpack drive um, at their local organization, at their local home, and then bring the supplies to us, or they could come for a day and schedule a time and put together a time where they want to give back for a morning or an afternoon, and we'll have the supplies there for them. Um, so that's, that's how they can help as well. But also with our parent mentoring program, we're looking for someone who could commit um, to at least a year of uh, connecting um, with the students, um, whether it's weekly, monthly. Um, some of our students um, you know, 
the different frequencies in, in which they connect as well. And so that's what, those are the three different areas where we're working with our robotics group. And so you mentioned the website previously, but if people want to find out more, where sure. can they go? Sure. Um, so it's SOMA.org. So SOMA stands for School on Wheels of Massachusetts. So S-O-W-M-A.org. Our website has information on how to get involved, whether it's volunteering, um, giving back um, to, to, to our annual campaign. Jumping on to like the more of the nonprofit yeah. side of this. So as we know, you and I know the nonprofit world can be really rewarding, but at the same time, it can be challenging. What's mm -hmm. the biggest challenge you face in the, non in the nonprofit world? Well, certainly in this past year, it yeah. was handling the ever-changing landscape uh, during COVID-19 especially in our shelters. Uh, again, uh, going back to our three programs, um, our backpack programs, um, it was challenging to bring the community in to put together these backpacks. Um, so we were st still able to meet that need and, and put together those backpacks. So that's always a challenge um, to stage uh, the backpacks. Um, our bridge mentoring program, um, it's challenging. It, it, it was challenging during COVID-19 because our students faced challenges that they never um, had experienced before. Um, for example, some of the colleges were going to be uh, remote, and uh, some students um, that aren't associated with the school on wheels had a home to go back to. Some of the school on wheels students after 18 were relying on that housing at college uh, to be their housing. Um, so we had to help them navigate that tricky process of where they're going to stay. Some of the schools let them stay if others didn't. So we connected them with shelter partners that would provide rooms or a place to stay. So that was a huge challenge um, in, in our bridge program. Um, but also tutoring. Um, yeah, I was going to say, because you guys are so person to person. Yes. That, uh, it's just like the schools. Um, the big challenge of switching from in person to remote with kids in first, second, and third grade, um, you know, to, to be able to log in. And uh, some of those technology challenges for the school system were challenging. And our challenge, um, our tutoring sessions were typically in the evening prior to COVID um, in the shelters. Um, so, uh, of course, we couldn't go into the shelters um, because oftentimes they would have, you know, three, 400 people in, in a shelter. And we just, with COVID-19, we couldn't bring in these folks. So our challenge was getting the students to um, stay motivated and log back in to that computer in the evening. Um, but those students that we were able to um, uh, get to connect uh, remotely, um, certainly we, we found it rewarding to be able to help them um, with the schoolwork. And oftentimes, uh, again, the biggest challenge that, that I mentioned earlier was the technology. Um, simply having enough um, technology to be able to log in school day. Um, so that's where one of our uh, partners, the Alvarian Foundation, really came through and uh, donated uh, laptops um, that we were able to give out uh, to some of our students and just meet that very basic need of getting them the technology they needed, leveling the playing field um, for their school set, uh, sessions during the day, but also uh, having tutors available um, in the evening um, to help with their schoolwork or whatever, uh, you know, challenge COVID uh, mm -hmm. threw at us um, during that uh, challenging time. Um, so that was certainly a challenging time. Um, but the, the most exciting part um, was this spring and just in the past few weeks where we've been able to get back to in-person tutoring. Um, 
gone to a couple of the sites and the students, the families, just give everyone at School on Wheels big hugs. It's so nice to see you in person again, and um, they're just um, welcoming them, us with open arms. So we're so excited about that. I was going to ask, what's, you know, on the flip side of that question, what's been, you know, maybe the biggest, biggest success or most rewarding thing? Yeah, and I'll, can, I'll keep going Go on, on um, the tutoring. Um, so, again, we're, we, we get the biggest hug when we get there. Um, and in the past, we hadn't had tutoring throughout the summer. And uh, we have um, an education committee that has staff, volunteers, community leaders that serve on this committee and help guide the curriculum of what these tutoring sessions are going to be. Because you really want a partnership between the school system and organization like School on Wheels to understand and meet the student where they are. So early on um, this winter and spring, um, our education committee was the social-emotional aspect of being away um, from other students and away from the classrooms was certainly impacting um, the students. And as students were starting to come back um, to the classrooms for hybrid, um, we noticed the students were behind. And a lot of leadership, the local principals were thinking about, oh gosh, what about September? We've all heard of uh, summer learning loss in the summer slide, which is um, every summer for the two months um, that we're out of school, some of our students unfortunately regress in their um, reading ability and their grade level um, in terms of how well they're doing in math and science, et cetera. So they may regress um, with the summer slide, um, which is only two months. Imagine being out of school for 15 months, right? right? So we knew that we had to get those tutoring sessions back up and running and keep them going throughout the summer. And, um, you know, we're trying to rebrand it as well because oftentimes when you think of uh, tutoring, um, you, you, you might not want to go to a tutoring session. Right. But we call it summer fun. And it, it really is. Um, we're, we're, we're taking a page out. Summer's fun, um, but we're going to sneak a little bit of education in there, mm -hmm. a little bit of science um, when we're doing these experiments. And that kids are enjoying it. So we're just thrilled uh, to be able to be back in person um, with these students uh, throughout the summertime and get them ready for September. Because back to school is coming before we know it and we want them to be ready. And last but certainly not least here, so what's something about the nonprofit world that you think people may not realize or, or they may be surprised to hear, hear about it? Um, the need um, for help within the community and how easy it is to help. There's a huge need for um, folks and volunteers, um, and oftentimes people want to help out, and they don't have a means or a way to get involved. Um, so I think it's a lot easier um, than, than people think uh, to, to, to get involved. Um, specifically at School on Wheels, um, put a day on your calendar to give back to the community. We'd love to have you come by the office and put together a backpack. Um, schedule one evening a week to tutor. Um, pick a night um, where you can tutor and, and give back to the community. Um, commit to a year of connecting with a mentor. Um, there's a need for these students in high school and college to have that positive role model by their side. And if, if folks could commit, a lot of folks don't know how easy it is to get involved, and once you're doing it, it's so rewarding. You're going to love it. Um, 
So um, that's what a lot of folks are doing. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today and talking about school on wheels. We greatly appreciate it.